1: I think that if if you only had experience about the very specific industry in which you worked, consultants wouldn't exist, which granted, yeah, might be for the best, might be for the best, but you know, there are things that are transferable from industry to industry, is all I'm saying. I don't even want to know. So the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast, a divergent version of the Touchline Media Group, because we're actually talking football today, like American football, like half of the reason this podcast exists. I am your host, Asa, aka the Twig. Uh, I am here. Wait, with I my- thought
2: we were talking about Quidditch. What happened?
1: Yeah, it, it turns out you that- skipped
2: those episodes. <laughs>
1: Turns out uh, we were only doing nerdcast because football is a four month a year sport. So, uh, you know, well, I guess six months, seven months. I don't know
2: what Roger Goodell would want you to think.
1: Yeah. Well, Roger Goodell is a chotch at me. Although actually I don't want to be in the same camp as Dave Portnoy. So never mind. And Bill Simmons. And Bill Simmons. I'm going to nothing Roger Goodell. How about that? I I don't hate Roger Goodell. I nothing Roger Goodell. Uh, The Voices you've heard are my co-host, uh, Napoleon Gregg, a.k.a. Stumpy, as well as Nerd Angus, a.k.a. Kiasan. Um,
2: <laughs> it's not official. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> so this episode is brought to you by the uh, Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decides to put in. Uh, last episode, it was a lot of Indeed. Um, oh, I also want to apologize to our listeners. Uh, apparently, I put in the intro twice in the last episode. So if for some reason you heard about... Five minutes of dead air then the intro again it's because i'm bad at computers uh so that's on me that's my bad uh but uh but yeah so uh i think the last time we talked about football was the draft and before that it was like super which, bowl
0: which when we talked about that we talked air quotes about the draft
1: right i guess our, our draft episodes were a preview episode in which uh vince from scuffed um came in and we drafted people based on a random algorithm and afterwards, wait,
2: wait! I thought we don't talk about the NBA on this podcast.
1: NFL draft.
2: Oh, I didn't realize they had a draft. I'm sorry. We just—I forgot that this <laughs> did so well on the draft so <laughs> that I just—I mean, the my mind. so too poorly, either.
1: Yeah, Detroit's doing well. Everything's great in Detroit. Uh, just wondering if anybody has the score from last night's Tigers game. Nope. Nor the one that just finished. Nope. 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 No worries. No nope. worries. All good. They're, they're uh, not on
2: a losing streak, are they? They're still on a six-game winning streak. That, that was a change my life forever. <laughs>
1: um. So. So yeah. So. So. So some things have happened since we last talked about football. Some thing, really, some things have happened since we last talked about college football, which is, of course, our bread and butter because the Detroit Lions make me sad inside. Uh, and I, you know, I like like as as a Los Angeles resident, I said I was going to be a Chargers or a Rams fan. I can't. I, I just the lions have it would be
2: so easy for you to be a rams fan
1: i know and i can't he tries this ever remember
0: remember he yeah. wanted to be a patriots fan yeah he tries oh, this yeah. and like, every like every three years it was real and he yep. gave up just like he was it was real that he was a chargers fan for like six months and then he realized i don't care about the chargers much like the rest of la i mean i also
1: don't care about the lions to be clear but you know, like, but that's I, like self-preservation. Right. Right. Like, like I'm sure that if the lions ever got good, like I would, I would be right there. I, you know what? I feel the same way about the lions now that I do about the Red Wings, um, which is to say that if they ever get good, I'll pay attention. I will care as much about the team as the team cares about the team.
2: Which Malkin, Malkin, Malkin. He doesn't understand even, what I'm chanting.
1: Don't he, even know what
2: that
0: he, means. He's also already signed. Who? Uh, this is, so this is really this is really funny because now you all get like into our uh, into our normal lives. Angus is consistently twelve to thirty-six hours behind the rest of the world in news. So like you'll see something on Monday morning, and then I'll get a text from Angus about it Tuesday night, being like, "Have you seen this?" Like, "Yeah, man, it's been out for thirty-six hours. Congratulations." What? Who is uh, what is a Malkin? Vonnie Malkin. Uh, uh, he's he's the player
2: the- in Pittsburgh. And- who is... When when we were watching... Make football. like, Make it football. Make it football? Okay. Uh, okay. Not Bonte's purpose at the other one. No, someone come up with a comparison where, like, no one talks about what the best mean? player on his team but then talks about the other player who is, like, just louder and
1: annoying. Uh, wait, I can do this. Um, hmm. I was both Oh, Angels. Kansas Kansas City Chiefs defense. Um, people talk about uh, Honey Badger, but it's actually their defense is because of Chris Jones.
2: Okay, Evgeny Evgeny Malkin is Chris Jones, and Honey Badger is Sidney Crosby.
1: Great, happy to have him. Don't care. Let's talk about football.
2: He's not on. He's not on the rowing. So he signed with the other, program, so other, way, other way around. All the way
0: around. Sidney Crosby is Chris Jones. And honey badger no. is a more well
1: known. He's the better I know, player. I, I know. I know who Sidney Crosby is, though. This isn't going Sidney well. Crosby is continue. not the better player
2: than Malkin. I
1: don't care. Okay, I know Sidney. Uh, apparently, this is a hockey podcast. Um, I don't care <laughs> about either of these people. They're Canadian, which means that at best, they're tangential. <laughs> nope,
2: Balkin Malkin is, is Swedish. I believe Russian, Swedish. Really? No, Russian. Well, Russian. No, wait, crap
1: all all swedes are going russian. to be russian soon maybe don't know it's not a
2: politics podcast moving on
1: nato is fun oh. anyways um so yeah college football no politics there uh you guys want to talk about realignment and how that has nothing to do with politics or money sure cool uh, yeah absolutely uh so because um so so i'm gonna i'm gonna take a step back um Dear listener, if you are listening to this podcast and you're a football person, uh, the USC to USCLA news is not a big deal. You, you've known about it for months, weeks. I don't. Time doesn't matter. If you're a soccer person and you don't know what USC to UCLA is like, imagine if Brazil and Argentina decided to join CONCACAF. That's where we're at. No, UEFA, EPL. It's dumber. It's well, no, no, no UEFA is going to be. I, I guess it would be like if American and Mexico joined CONMEBOL because it's the second best conference in the world.
0: You're still too close.
1: You have to be further away. Fine. Uh, imagine if, oh, this is actually a better one. Imagine if um, like Ghana and Senegal decided to join the South Americans.
0: That's yeah, right, that's that one, fair. I, I like that one.
1: Yeah. Um, like the two best teams from one part of the world just decided like hey there's a lot more money in this other part of the world so we're going to just join that uh, best teams is doing a lot of the work there for UCLA uh yeah and yeah. USC actually well okay biggest names i mean basketball. UCLA i mean UCLA basketball. UCLA yeah, matters for basketball. Mine,
0: but like right now
1: yeah um i guess i guess like the the thing with UCLA is that uh and and like we'll we'll talk about this in a football context but um usc even when they're down they're not down because they're they're like a like they're a program that people talk about college football is good when usc is good it's not it's the same regardless of what teams are up and what teams are down um like people talk, has not
2: been good in like a decade and a half
1: uh they stopped being good when pete gerald got caught cheating in 2007 yeah decade and a half yeah that's that's spot on no notes wow Um,
2: I, i didn't even want that to be spot on
1: Yeah, no, no. I mean, like, they've they've had a couple of rows. Yeah, they've had a couple of runs in there um, besides that. But but they haven't been USC. Um, And part of the reason why they're leaving the Pac-12 is because the Pac-12 has exactly one program that can make a run at the playoff. Um, And that program was headed by Clay Helton, which means that they didn't make a run at the playoff. In fact, they often made a run at the Holiday Bowl.
0: Um, That's... Wow. You're... uh really discounting Oregon there. Oregon is not... Tim will not not be happy. Uh,
1: Look, I'm a Michigan State fan. Michigan State being good and making the playoff is not going to prop up the big time. Like, like the Pac-12 needed a team to be its flagship, and it only had one real option. Oregon, prior to Joey Harrington, uh, didn't matter, which means that um, Oregon has been a relevant football school for 20 years. Um, 20 years ago michigan like that's like that's is, that is such a that's just such a ridiculous
0: statement like oh yeah joey harrington brought a major a program into like the major college football uh or says
2: the man who is claims to not be
1: a lions fan i mean you know um but like two the, things can be true <laughs> but the thing is is that like oregon is not a historically a program that matters um Washington isn't Cal stopped caring about football about thirty years ago. Um, Stanford
2: Cal stopped caring about football after Javad Best.
1: Uh, I can do it too, Marshall. No, Lynch. I, but
0: you know. I don't even think they cared then. There was still <laughs> like a five. I don't know,
1: if, like no Cal hasn't cared about that. Wasn't a serious statement. Don't take it seriously. Uh, Cal hasn't cared about football since since the play. So eighties. <laughs> <the 80s. laughs> They got beat on, a, or no, they won that game, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. They, they won the miracle play and they said, no, nothing after this
1: matters. This never yeah. happened. You guys are imagining this. So, so like, and, and you look at the rest of the pac 12, right? Like if Arizona is good, who gives a shit? Like if Colorado is good, who cares? Like these aren't, these aren't going to move the needle um, for people who don't, care deeply about college football. I get it, Stumpy, but you care about college football. It's the casuals. And the casuals care about USA. I
2: like, care, care about, about really Utah. Care because
1: I care about Utah, care about too. You. Yeah.
0: Um, but like. I, I care know. about any school major. I care about any Division I program that's in my general vicinity, because that means I get to go see more cool games.
1: Right. And that's great. The fact of the matter is, is that the Pac-12 put a lot, like put a big, big bet on, because they decided to move their base of operations to Vegas. But they put a big, big bet on USC not sucking, and for the last 15 years, that bet has not really paid off. Um, Oregon is a is a nationally relevant program, but it also it doesn't move the needle for 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 the ESPNs of the world
2: who just secured Dante Moore.
1: Yep. He- bad yep they can do that uh we'll talk about uh how you secure certain five stars from across the country and in, in a later part of this show because um hey the u is back baby um for real though they 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 are back um in recruiting anyways but so the the thing about usc and ucla coming to to the big 10 is that it, it very much feels like not the end of this right like the beginning of this round of realignment was texas oklahoma which, um, you know, I would say the big 10. Still missed, done. Yeah. The big 10 missed out on if like, if Texas was leaving, how the big 10 did not get Texas is wild to me. Um, because like UT Austin is like a pretty good cultural fit for the big 10.
2: Do we want Texas?
1: I didn't say we wanted Texas. I'm saying that Texas is a very, very useful and good thing to have if you are a football conference. Um, Ut uh, ut ut Austin is a massive brand. Like like if we're talking about this from a business perspective,
0: yeah, it's and, just it's money wise.
1: Look, having Notre Dame in conference is huge because when you beat Notre Dame, even if Notre Dame sucks, it looks like a big win. Kansas beating Texas isn't actually that funny because Texas sucks, but it's really funny because it's Texas. District. I was going to disagree. It was still
0: really funny. It's also really funny to watch Kansas beat Texas with a bunch of Texas grads.
1: Right. I'm sure that that was a blast. Um, but like, that's the point is that like, nobody really cares if Kansas state loses to North Dakota state, but if North Dakota state beats Michigan, it's hilarious. Even if it's a, a rich rod Michigan, right? Like people still talk about, uh, <laughs> I, I was just going to pick a rich rod loss, but it doesn't matter because there were so many of them. Um, you know I can't but, defend that. No, there's nothing to defend. Uh, like Rich Rod, um, that's a that's a that's a that's a joke for those of you who know Rich Rodriguez and his famous aversion to defense.
2: We we know we know
1: that that <laughs> Illinois. Do you guys want to remember a game? Do you remember that Illinois game? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That, was, that was that was like the the seven depths of hell.
1: That was a blast. As was a, in hell. As, yeah, as as a as a like someone who didn't really care about the outcome, that game was a blast to watch. Yeah, that game was
2: fun. That game was, well, it was fun. And then everyone's alcohol goggles started to wear off around the third quarter. We're like, oh, we kind of
1: want to go home now. And then it never ended. Disagree. You need to drink better. Um, But so so, so in terms of of realignment, um, this is not the last step. The Pac-12 is going to die. It's just a question of whether the Pac-12 dies a, you know, burns out yeah Yeah. burns out or fades away um neil young says it's better to burn out than fade away wait did i get that wrong no okay so
2: dante moore signing with oregon does that mean that like oregon is whispering something somewhere
1: to someone no it means that that phil knight is sick of losing yeah it means there's no second thing and
0: everybody (laughs) i have money
1: yeah, there's no second level to this. It's it's just Phil okay. Knight has has money, and also um, we'll again we'll we'll explain to our listeners who Dante Moore is in a while. But the fact of the matter is, is that Dante Moore was actually committed to Notre Dame. Um, so
0: uh, listen, I've never I've never been to Eugene, Oregon. I have been to South Bend, Indiana. Good and Without ever having been to Eugene, Oregon, that's the correct choice. Yes. Um.
1: Yeah.
2: Listen, so there is nothing in South Bend.
1: No. No. Uh no. Um so the the idea is is that like what's going on in the Pac-12 is that they are they are done. There is go- whatever the Pac-12 looks like it's not going to matter because the teams that are left because Oregon is not going to sit there and wait for 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 no. uh, a slow death. Oregon Oregon Stanford and uh,
0: Washington are currently in negotiations to go some I I guarantee you they're in negotiations to go somewhere. Everybody else might be sitting around with their thumb up their ass or trying to coach whatever Big 12 programs they can. But I guarantee you, those three
1: programs at least are that trying team like team hell to get team out. No, so, so the, 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 the way that this will likely work, given the, uh, the, the most recent quotes from, from the Pac-12 commissioner, new Pac-12 commissioner who we'll talk about in a second, he said, we're trying to get younger and hipper and cooler. That sounds like the Ducks to me. That sounds direct like, quote. Direct quote. Is that a direct quote? Direct quote. It's quack, like footloose. Um, so they're gonna. They're not gonna. They're gonna uh, legalize dancing now. Uh, you tell. You tell Baylor that they have to to legalize dancing. We'll go from there. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but like the thing is, I think the Big 12 is making a play for the the corpse of the Pac 12, which makes sense. Because, you know, there are certain schools in the Pac-12 who maybe are a cultural fit for the Big 12. Um, Colorado, maybe. Colorado. <laughs> maybe. And, like, it's it's not that far. Like, if you think about, like, travel, I don't think it's much further from Lubbock, Texas to Tucson, Arizona than it is to, like, Manhattan, Kansas. West Texas to Arizona. I can't imagine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine it is.
1: Although, so, I don't know,
0: Texas is huge.
1: Texas is huge, but Lubbock is on the west side. West or more west side of the state, um, right? So, so it would it would make sense that they would make a play for the Western schools, and then then you have four conferences, um, you know. Unless, like I said, the Big Twelve, the Big Ten isn't done, which I don't think it is. I don't think that you go and get USC and UCLA, um, and then stop. It doesn't. It does. It it wouldn't make sense. And the reason why it wouldn't make sense is because you just like I don't think it's an accident that you just so happen to pick up one of the other major and significant rivals of a certain L of the ball, which as much as I hate them, they are a prize in college football. Um, like, I, I think a lot of what the All D- right,
2: are-, are we, are we about to, are we about to Angus beef on this? Because it's not. Yeah.
1: Hit
0: us. Give us, give us your best Notre
2: Dame. <laughs> well Like it's just not—it's not going to happen. Like they're not going to do it.
0: Notre Dame? Hard disagree. You think they're not going to join conference? You think they're not going to join the Big Ten?
2: They're not going to join the Big Ten.
1: Can I explain to you why? Why they're going to? Oh, I
2: I know. Like I understand. I understand why. But like, how many times in history have we gone over? Oh, the Notre Dame is coming to the Big. Like, it's just not going to happen. Fifty-five
1: million dollars. yeah. 55 million. We've never been we've never been in this scenario before. The 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 difference it used to be that Notre Dame had a, a money deal that paid them more or less the same as the rest of the conferences. The difference between Notre Dame's payout in 2024 and Northwestern's payout in 2024 is 55 million dollars. Yeah, yes. Understand. 55 million dollars. Northwestern will bring in three times the football revenue that Notre Dame does. You can't sustain that. It's not, it's it, 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 it like, look there, I, I am, I am all with like the, 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 romanticism of college football. It's the reason why we watch it. The fact of the matter is, is that Notre Dame cannot, cannot let that much money sit on the table. Like you can't do it because at a certain point, these these mega conferences, the Big Ten and the SEC, the North and the South, the union and the not union, however you right. want to set this up, uh, you know, are, are, are going to force Notre Dame's hand because they're not going to just keep giving them handouts. They're not going to say like, yep, you can be part of our little club and not, you know. The ACC is an interesting study, I guess, because the
0: ACC has its own, uh, you know, what do you call it network television deal but they've also stupidly locked themselves into and I can't like honestly everybody thought it was dumb at the time but I can't believe how dumb it's looked even this short while later but um they you like you know the ACC's TV deal is locked in through 2036 right and the only real caveat is that the ACC has to exist all those years which is how I mean, I don't know how realistic it is, but that's how I've seen people. Wait, that's, on a, that's saying, incredible. Like, that, yeah, that's ACC's how people done. think that, well, that's how people think that the ACC, like people are going to, uh, uh, programs are going to get out of the ACC is that everybody's going to leave en masse and then they're just going to dissolve the ACC. And that, like, there's no
1: contract and there's no ACC. Yeah. The only way that the ACC continues to exist is if Duke and North Carolina um, decide it does. And and that's that's the way the the way that this breaks down is that Duke and UNC leverage the shit out of their power in in the ACC to keep themselves and like I don't know that they care about NC State or Wake Forest, but you know I know that UNC cares about Duke and I know that UNC cares about UVA and well and and Clemson, but like here's Clemson's the thing. Fine.
0: Are they are they going to keep that? are they going to keep that conference alive simply for nope. like not for football because the the TV deal is mostly for the football i mean i understand right. that it also includes basketball and, and select other sports but like it's a football espn espn's not going to keep paying that money if it's if it's going to end up being the unc if the unc duke football game is the highlight of the football schedule of the year
1: so i, I don't want to get into Wait, the- so with the, with the ACC,
2: and it's like going back to the Big Ten. I, if you wanted to take Duke and UNC, but Duke and UNC are like, we're not coming unless like, this these other few schools come. Like, call it Virginia, and I guess no one else. Pitt. Then would I
0: mean, you the take Big that? Ten. The Big Ten has coveted Virginia before. I don't think they're going to complain that
1: much. Big Ten wants Virginia and UNC. They don't have a deep affinity for Duke, based on what I'm like. Based on like my understanding, they want UVA and and UNC. That's what they want, and they would take Georgia Tech as a fuck you to the city of Atlanta.
2: They want UVA
1: and UNC, but not Duke. They don't want Duke. Oh, oh. Oh. If, If if they wanted basketball schools that bring nothing. Culturally and from a football perspective, Kansas is sitting Kansas. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you forget this because, you know,
0: in terms of brand recognition, Duke is very high. Duke does not have a large alumni base because it's, it is a private Christian university. UNC has 40, whatever it is, 46,000 undergrads per year coming through. Just undergrads. Duke has, like, I don't know, 14. Yeah. It's like like... It's not, it's not as big of a get as you think it is, unless you very, very highly value basketball. Uh, And even that, like, this is kind of a, this was admittedly kind of a bad time for Coach K to be retiring when Duke might have to be fighting for its life for the next couple years for conferences. What happens if I can't? Who's his successor? Schreiber, John Shire, Shire, Uh, yeah. What happens if Shire stumbles for two or three years and then that's when all of the realignment happens? All of a sudden, Duke, the only thing Duke brings to the table is a above
1: average baseball program and a good lacrosse program. And it's like, well, John's Hopkins. Cool. You are John's yeah. Hopkins with a baseball team. Congratulations. Um, great school, not going to move the needle. So and, it, and it's it sucks because the ACC is actually doing the coolest um, scheduling thing. And we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, in a second here, but the, um, the, like the ultimate like play here, I think for the big 10 is you go out, you get, you, you take UVA, you take UNC, you take Georgia tech. And if UNC insists upon Duke, you take Duke and, and I think, time.
0: yeah, I think Duke's going to, Duke's going to insist upon it. The funniest
1: thing would be UNC being like, not nah, take, take NC state. If, if I see, I wouldn't take NC state because I don't want that chaos. I don't, I, I already have a Purdue. I don't need a second. Oh, so we don't want Pitt either. This is bullshit. I do you want to play Pitt at Acrocher? A- 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 I can't pronounce it. Also, A- I don't I don't want to play Pitt. I wanna want to watch Ohio State have to play Pitt every year. It's Im- hilarious. Imagine if Ohio State had to play Pitt and Purdue back to back. And NC State. Oh my like the anxiety coming from that would just be tremendous. Um, it should be noted that the new owner of, uh, of the naming rights at Pitt Stadium um, is a Michigan State mega donor who um, is currently probably paying the salary of Pat Narduzzi as well as Mel Tucker. Um, I don't know what he's playing at, but I'm, I'm very interested to see what Greg Williams, the uh, CEO of Akershire, uh what his what his long term goal is here, um, because uh, as it turns out, we do live in an oligarchy where the rich get to make decisions about how we live our lives uh, in college football. Um, I know this is news. To everybody. The rich. Yeah. I know this is news to everybody, um, but it turns out that there's like two or three donors at every school that matters that control basically everything that goes on. Um, not everything. But, and, but before, and that's
0: why Arkansas has been, a, and that's why Arkansas has been a complete mess for as long as the Dallas Cowboys have
1: been. It's not an accident. It's the same guy running both programs. Um, and, and look. Before
2: we move on, uh, can we talk about also how funny it's going to be for USC, Lincoln, Riley to come and play six Big Ten
1: schools? <laughs> I mean, in the, the cold? Yeah, no, no, no. They're, they're, they're going to make sure that schedule is. USC and UCLA do not Seven. come. Uh, they, they do not come east after, after like November 1st, they'll, they'll figure it out. Like they'll front load those schedules to hell. Um, uh, yeah. Is that going to be possible? Sure. It's not that hard.
0: You only have, to, mm-hmm. I mean, you put your bye week later in the year, you put your bye week later in the year, USC will play UCLA as like the, the game. They'll play
1: the, at Thanksgiving weekend. So then you really only have to have two. And one of those, two one, one of those games is Notre Dame every year for USC. They play, they play Notre Dame in, in November every year. So that's one of the games. And so they just need to come up with another game. And and then just like someone visits U, USC um, the second week yeah. of November. It's, it's not that, it's not that hard to do. Um, like, it, it's annoying for USC because they have to spend their, you know, September on the road, but it's real life. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, that's the price. You what pay.
2: about the kids in their classes? When are they studying?
1: <clears throat> they will be studying about as much as uh, as as much as me. This isn't about school. Cardell Jones is actually a prophet. Do you know why?
2: I, I love Cardell Jones and everything that he stands for.
1: Didn't come here to play school.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he, he did get, not. And then, uh, and then there's the story. I, I did enjoy the story of him playing uh, like a cancer kid in NCAA football. And winning like ninety six to seven or something. You missed the best part of
1: that story. Just completely housed the. You missed the best part of oh, that story. Oh man, he out.
2: learned everything there was to learn from Urban Meyer, didn't he? No,
1: no, no. You, got, it you It was you're wrongly missing- reported, and he yep. corrected it. He's it, there was a screenshot that said, um, "This is a screenshot of Cardale Jones playing a kid in the hospital," and it was like ninety one to seven. And he tweeted out. He said, "This is this is absolutely incorrect." I won 98 to 7. But uh, you know who else is a big, big winner? The sponsor?
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: So the owner of whatever company just advertised with us um, is likely a mega donor somewhere because the only people who who advertise with us are just the, the, the best and brightest. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the bag and who gets to distribute it because um, it turns out the NIL era, it took a year to get going. Um, but uh, John Ruiz, who is a multi-billionaire living in Miami, has personally decided that Miami will be good at sports again. Um, and as a result, Miami is good at sports, is, is, is recruiting like crazy. Their basketball team just handed out $800,000 a year deals to various portal guys, um, they just signed a quarterback, a five-star quarterback, for nine point five million dollars. All this is reportedly because you don't have to divulge NIL deals. Um, they, they, uh, the there was a report out today that they are going to sign a five-star offensive lineman from Massachusetts uh, because there was a deal that was reported as, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna quote here, but I'm gonna pr- paraphrase. When, when, when someone complained that we're getting that, that the kid was just taking the money in a recruiting forum, the response was, if you understood how much money this was, you would say, yeah, good on you, bro. Do what you need to do. So that's how much <laughs> money we're talking about. You like the, 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 the reporter in question told a pissed off fan. If you saw how much money it was, you wouldn't be angry that this kid is not going to your school. Um, that's where we're at with, with, uh, John Ruiz and Miami money. Um, Dante Moore, who you mentioned, who's a five-star quarterback from uh, King High School in Detroit, um, he was silently committed to Notre Dame. Notre Dame is behaving a little bit like Michigan uh, in, in the NIL era, which is to say that they are sketchy, about it. sketchy about it. Yeah, they don't love it. Um, the reports are that they, they, uh, when people ask about NIL, they say, uh, we're not a transactional program, we're a transformational program. Um, which sounds yes. like I think that's the opposite.
0: That's the opposite of sketchy about it. They're acting like haughty and you know arrogant about it. I think the sketchy <laughs> one is you know Jimbo Fisher or Lincoln Riley. Which again, I think the players should be played They're paid, but I think that those guys just go into boosters and saying how much can you give them. That's the sketchy part.
2: Yeah, See, that's think- like the PAC, the Pac twelve commissioner saying they're going to be the hip new conference. It's just uh, Big Twelve. Big Twelve. Whatever you called
0: it, the Pac-12 earlier. He's he's just he's just parroting you. Oh, he's mocking Uh, you. Also, also, um, it's also well. There's also reports coming out now, which like I for one really enjoyed the explosion of the NIL, especially that led to uh, Jimbo Fisher claiming that uh, Nick Saban was claiming that Jimbo Fisher was doing something illegal, and Jimbo Fisher got. Oh, I'm sorry, Nick Saban. And said that Jimbo Fisher was doing something that is 100% legal and within the bounds of the rules of the NCA currently. And Jimbo Fisher got very mad about it being <laughs> accused of doing something that is 100% completely legal. So that was great. And also, there's now reports coming out that a lot of guys, especially guys that got enticed with NIL money through the uh, transfer portal, are not, like, the boosters are not paying them what they said they were going to pay them, or, or aren't delivering on the promises or, uh, it's, it's all, I mean, obviously since NIL isn't being reported, it's all kind of like shady and it's hot, kind of hard to pin down, but there is a rumor that, um, what the kid that went from Pitt to USC, Addison, Addison, Addison
1: yeah. Jordan Addison, yeah,
0: Jordan Addison. So, uh, he's he, the, the rumor was like a million dollars a year plus a house or something. Yep. Uh, and apparently he Got, he got the house, and like nobody explained to him how much house that money bought in LA versus how much it bought in Pittsburgh. So he was uh-huh. like, "What the hell is this? It's like a fifteen hundred square foot two bedroom, and like that's a million dollar house. We told you we're gonna buy you." And he's like, "No, like I need like this should be ten thousand square
2: feet."
1: They're like, "No, nah, bro, that's not. Nope, that's
2: that's not how we do it out
1: here." <laughs> That's yeah. not how we do it out here. Um, But like, that's, that's sort of like the, the thing here is that like, we are still in the early days. It's very unclear how much a player is worth to a program. So like you have players going for a million dollars in the house who are Blitnikoff winners and you have freshman quarterbacks getting deals that are reported at $9.5 million. Like these, these numbers don't make sense yet. And that's how like free markets sort of work. Like it takes some time for them to figure out. It'll normalize. Yeah. It'll normalize eventually. Um, but right now it's like, we're in like, this like very weird era. Um, which again, I don't care. It's not my money. I don't have a billion dollars. And if I had, did have a billion dollars, I would give a lot of it to um, student athletes to make my preferred schools good at football because I derive joy from that. And that's how it works. Um, you know, Andy's uh, petty I, and wants I've to a, mock his friends. Yeah,
2: also I have not. a question about the uh, the PR here for a second. If you're, if you're a school like Miami and like, I, so the the nine and a half million dollars, like you said, that was reportedly. Did they actually like put out that number, or No, is it, no, like, of course not. Of course no. not. Okay, so like, but why not? Like, why not put out the number? If they, like, where do you think? Attract- where do you
1: think that it's the same thing that Saban did, where it's like, okay. oh yeah, I I I heard stuff like my quarterback is getting millions of dollars a year. I don't know. That's so crazy, isn't it? Like, Nick, you just said it. That's, that's why we're reporting it because you just said that your quarterback is getting millions of dollars and it's because the college football press press is just about the same amount of intelligent as political press. They just report things that they're told. Yeah. Um, and so like, like you're right that this is PR and not, and not media because the number that was reported, I I would bet so much money that that number, that $9.5 million number is not real. It's, it's probably not. It's not even close. But the point is, is that once it was reported, everybody else in the world says, wait, there's $9.5 million at Miami. Interesting. It's why the whole, like the negative, the negative recruiting of Michigan state, um, that's like in the press, it says, oh, they're just throwing money at players. It's like, you understand you're helping, right? Like, that's, that's what we want you to say. You're we're doing here. It's the reason why Michigan state has their recruits take pictures on in, in Spartan stadium in a Rolls Royce, like Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, do you so, so not cool. understand? Do do not understand the subtle message we are sending out here, kids? Like, there's a reason for this, um, or why yeah, like, Michigan State's coach is constantly photographed
0: in brand new Jordans with big ass chains. Like, right.
1: Like, like we're they're, we're, yeah. they're trying they doing the, the cigar here.
2: photo of him on the bus.
1: Yeah. Do you get it guys? Do you get it? Do you, do you see what we're doing here? And it's, it's, and it's, I get why Michigan is is largely unwilling to do it because Michigan's whole brand is not that right. Michigan's whole brand is like this, like white shoe law firm buttoned up. We're going to be very stoic and not talk about things that we should talk about and whatever, but like the whole idea of being flashy and being, in your face and being okay with it. This era was built for Miami. Miami Miami was created as an entity in like 1650 in order for this moment. It's like, we are going to throw money around and that is what it's going to be. I don't know if, if someone's listening to music, but it is phenomenal. We do not have the copyright to it. If this get DMCA'd, I don't know how to take it out. I'm sorry.
2: Uh, yeah, that, that's called the, the streets of my neighborhood. <laughs>
1: sure. Wow, you live in a party neighborhood. I do not live in a party neighborhood. Angus lives
2: in a. party You, uh, a little bit of a party sometimes.
1: Sounds like fun. Anyways, yeah. um, the, the 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 point is is that like with all of this, it's like let's actually play a game. I want to play a game. Um, okay, great. All right, I'm going to give you an and I and like like put yourself at at 18. Okay, uh, Angus, it can be a, a scholarship for I, I don't know what, what were you good at in high school.
2: Mm. Uh, outside of I, I don't that know. You, you guys can't, knew no, me no. Just, oh you in can't, high school you, you can't say high you, you can't
1: say that you were good at that we all did that but we don't talk about it uh, I was good at
2: running cross country
1: probably not at the level I'm trying to talk about here but let's say you were good at debate just for fun um, sure. I'll say that I I, I was I was a, I, I got a, a third place in the state in a forensics competition. Stumpy won multiple awards for radio. Um, so if we're talking right now, okay. <laughs> and look at me now. And look at you now. Um, getting paid to do radio, not a lot, but but you are not getting well, paid, not well, but you are a professional uh, voice on the air. Um, but sort of. That's true. You should tell that to Pete Bowers. Hey Pete. Um, So the uh, here's the question. Okay. Like the thing that you were good at in high school. Okay. I'm going to give you a, a school. Okay. And you're going to tell me how much money you would have needed when you were a senior in high school. Okay. And I understand, I understand that it's, it's, it's our, our, our scale here is different. Okay. But Angus, in order to do a debate in college, Uh how much money would I need to offer you in cash? In cash, and you can add incentives as you want in order to attend the University of Idaho. Alabama. No, Idaho. Idaho? Idaho.
2: Okay, but are we talking in terms of like what I know I need to live now or in high school? Nope, 18 years old. 18. Uh, Okay. (laughs) It's a pretty low number.
1: Yeah, assume also a full ride.
2: Full full ride plus like housing and food. For reference,
1: hang on. For
0: reference, the University of Idaho is located in Moscow, Idaho, and is. uh,
2: Moscow? That's really all you need to know. Wow.
1: Moscow, Idaho. Okay, okay, but like I I know nothing
2: about cost of living.
1: It doesn't matter across
2: me- the country. Nothing. You're, you're thinking I know nothing like about a, you're that.
1: thinking like a thirty-something. I need you to think like an eighteen-year-old. Otherwise, it's game
2: really difficult.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Much, right. I can put this money away and it'll grow at one point two five percent in my Jeez, savings account. Nerd. Nerd.
0: <laughs> nerd. Nerd. Dude, it is today. It is twenty-seven thousand uh, dollars pre free financial aid per year at the University of Idaho. And that's in twenty twenty-two money. yeah Angus, you Jeez. it would cost you like it would cost you like 80 grand total to get a degree from the University of Idaho. And that's without any sort of aid.
1: Yeah. Wow. Uh, so again I'm it gonna ask going you to the University of Idaho. That's awesome. So again I'm gonna ask you what type Go of vandal. NIL what type of NIL deal would you need to do to debate at the University of Idaho for four years. Uh, I think twenty grand would get it done.
0: Wow! On top of like, fully, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. you need no. You need to pay me at least a million dollars a year to go to Moscow. I know.
1: Uh, no, assuming well, it's assuming it is not,
0: assuming it is not my only offer. If that's my only offer, I would do it for less.
2: Right? No, that's what I'm saying. Is if it's if it's my only offer, and they're like. yeah, come here, full ride, $20,000. Like, I'd be like, ah. It is your only offer. It is your only
1: NIL deal. But I I will say that it is not shocking to me that Angus, of all people, was willing to go to Moscow at a cut rate deal. Just saying, makes sense to me. That that joke made a lot more sense when Moscow was associated with communism and not whatever weird ethno-fascism they're doing these days. Um, Funnier joke when it was communism. Uh, All right, Greg. How much money would you need to do radio at the university of Southern Miss? Oh, his
2: is so much more fun than mine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like full room board, everything included. Yep. And then like, I do it for like 10 grand a year. 10 grand a year. So So, so 40 grand. And like a a case per
2: week, a case of beer per week.
1: Uh, I assume that's included in room and board. Well, board, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not going to be books. Come on now. <laughs> right. It's like, here's here's your dorm, and here's your
0: uh, campus-issued beer. Like, do I need books? No, no, no. These are- The, the, beer, has here. the, bur-
2: the beer has words. The beer has words. Back of the can, it has ingredients. No, it doesn't. That that You were to son. read that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay. So, so the, uh, the, (laughs) (laughs) um, so, so I think like the fun thing about the NIL era, just on top of everything else is that we get this like sentiment from certain old predominantly white writers from certain legacy institutions. Dennis Dodd is the one who comes to my head at all times because for some reason he is, he was a CBS writer. I don't know where he's at these days. I think Lindy's or whatever. Um, but like, there's this like, like this hand wringing about, oh no, what's college football going to look like in the NIL era. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, as I sit here, someone who pays vague attention to recruiting, you know, more than vague, less than vague, depending on exactly how good Michigan state is at it at any given moment. Um, but like, it feels pretty similar, right? Like, like all the best players are going to Alabama or, or, you know, USC or Clemson and 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 it's like the weird one the weird one is like
0: Tamu it's like the ones with like the weird one's gonna end up being these giant alumni bases that all of a sudden realize they have basically limitless cash
1: I mean like but like does that bother you like that's that's my thing is that like I don't I don't know to be clear it
0: it, yeah I don't have a problem with it especially with considering it's gonna be like eventually it's going to basically even itself out I mean we're going to end up where we were, it's the same thing with like how college football every twenty years, like the top echelons, basically kind of roll over out every twenty years. Eventually. Anyway, yeah, like at some point, Nick Saban's magic is either going to run out, or more likely, he's going to die on the field. And whoever takes over after Alabama is go- or after him at Alabama is going to do worse, which is
1: going to result in less money, which is it's, going to result in worse it's likely going to be Davo, which means that the person after him is probably going to more or less keep it rolling. Okay.
0: Yep. So then that
1: right. Yeah. Clemson yeah. <laughs> will be the loser of Nick Saban retiring. <laughs> Dying on the field.
0: Uh, but yeah. So not wishing, <laughs> you, Hold on, hold on.
1: To be, to be clear. I'm, ve- I, I really like Nick Saban. Um, I hope he doesn't die on <laughs> the field.
0: No, I, I, no I really I, like, it's, it's fine I to really say like you don't Nick wish Saban, that for Nixon I want to, him die. to die. On the field.
1: Yeah, I guess yeah. if like he's going to die <laughs> eventually, and he deserves to die like like um like a gladiator the like warrior. Yeah, like like yeah, yeah. with I with, with your shielder I, on it, I am assuming he wants to die on the field. <laughs> I I I'm, I'm going to make a reference to a movie that I'm not sure either of you have seen yet, um, but. Actually, you know what? That's a that's a, that's actually a spoiler. Never mind. Um, but uh, go see Thor: Love and Thunder. It was uh, okay. It was. I,
2: I, I've heard it was fine.
1: Yeah, no, no, no Taika, fine. Taika does a good job. Like that. That's really what I have to say about the Thor movies at this point. Is that when they decided to go for fun and not uh, Shakespearean camp, it got a lot better. Yeah. Uh, also, can we talk about the fact that Matt Damon is coming for his own throne in terms of cameos? Like he has the best uh, random cameo of all time, and now in, and in Thor three, he tried to one up himself.
2: Wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait! Was he in? Was he in Thor Love and Thunder too?
1: I'm not going to tell you one way or the other. It came the, the as I was. I mean, waiting the fact that you're watch,
2: talking about it. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 It's really not because I, it, I, as I was driving to Thor Love and Thunder, I was with my wife, and Scotty doesn't know came on the rate on, on my phone. And so On the radio, yeah, sure it did. No, i like on Spotify. I'm um, like it's in my it's in my rotation. So like, then we we started talking about how Matt Damon was the best ca- like random cameo of all time in Eurotrip. And then I was like, wait, he was in Thor too, in a very similar like. <laughs> wait a minute, is that is that Matt Damon? Why is, that, is that Matt, Matt Damon, Damon playing Loki? Question <laughs> <What's your> mark. <laughs> no, Matt Damon playing a shitty actor playing Loki. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and like that that there's there's a fine line there of difference between matt damon as loki and matt damon as shitty actor playing loki um which also I, means that, that was
2: loki, on tv a few nights ago and i like i i had to remember that it's
1: him it, it's every single time you watch thor 3 which i actually do like i think thor 3 is one of the better marvel movies um he's like it's he shows arguably up like best. uh yeah i mean there's a good argument that thor this is not nerdcast um uh, what were we talking about in terms of college football? Oh, right. The uh, the sort of the, yeah. the, the big headline. You were
2: wishing death on Nick Saban. I was
1: not wishing death on w- Nick Saban. I was wishing life on Nick Saban. May he live to 120. Eh, I don't think he wants to live to 120. Uh, may he not see himself become the villain again. Because he's sort of circled around like he was the hero, then the villain. Now he's become sort of like the sort of funny old grandpa um, who still Hello, wins a lot. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I actually like. According to who? I don't know. I don't think people hate Saban anymore because people like you don't hate Emperor, like you don't hate Augustus. He like him being in charge is not like offensive. Uh, I, I mean, think people still I mean, hate they Nick Saban. Caesar. He's... Uh, I mean, I, 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 I think that that Caesar I actually, I. Again, this is this is a me being a nerd moment. I've been reading a lot about Julius Caesar, and I've I've come around on him. I'm actually very pro Julius Caesar. Oh
2: I mean. god, shut up!
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I've I've looked into the matter as it relates to specifically my interest, and I am now pro Julius Caesar. Good dude.
2: You probably read the uh, the Shakespeare play too, didn't you?
1: I did not. I I'm actually pretty anti Shakespeare. Uh, pro pro Julius Caesar, anti Shakespeare. I mean. I don't uh, if if you'd like to ask me in a in a on Twitter or in a direct message, I can explain to you why it's the same reason I hate Shakespeare for the same reason I like Julius Caesar. Um, it, it, it's very very simple. Um, but the uh, you like guys that get stabbed? Was Shakespeare not stabbed? I don't think. Okay, you know. here's
2: a question: Tom Brady certainly was hero. Hey hey
1: hey, get it get it Shakespeare'd.
2: No, I didn't. No,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> no. It was awful. Tom Brady is always the villain.
2: He's always the always villain. the villain. He's the villain. Okay, so if Nick Saban Tom, and is, we're talking about like villain or hero. Why is Tom Brady always the villain? Because he wins, or like because when
1: because when vaccines came yes. out, one of them cut multiple promos saying get vaccinated, and the other one um, didn't. <laughs> One of them has publicly
0: said the only person he would cheat on his wife with was Hillary Clinton. The other
1: one endorsed Donald Trump. Yeah. So, you know, like we're not getting into politics on this uh, college football podcast because politics and college football have nothing to do with each other ever. Um, But, but uh, never, ever, never, 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 ever. But like, look, one of the two of those dudes is like a maniacal tyrant who is obsessed with football. And the other one is a piece of shit named Tom Brady. Um, like, that's, that's the way it works. Um, look, Tom Brady's the best quarterback to play the game. I, I don't think that that's an argument. But, you know, he's a villain. He's the bad guy. Although, I don't know. He
0: hasn't been the hero since, like, 2003.
1: No, no, I'm good with that. Because that, that, that means Peyton Manning was, like, the, the, the hero who failed in his attempt to dethrone the villain. And Peyton Manning as hero is absolutely something I'm good with.
2: Are you, are you going to hate listen to Tom Brady when he does broadcasts?
1: Oh of course, no, no, I'm not going to hate it. I think he'll be awesome on broadcast, um, because I think that, I think that he's, he's really awkward.: No, no, I think, I think that he's been in, in the limelight for so long that he can like pretend to be affable, um, yeah, while being like sort of like like you know how Tony Romo used his weirdness to make himself seem en- engaging? Like yeah. Like, I think Tom yeah. Brady I think Tom Brady will do the same thing. Um like he's not actually charismatic like Peyton Manning is. Um, but like the way that Eli Manning can be compelling when paired with someone who is charismatic because he understands what he's talking about really well. Uh Eli uh, Don't Don't, don't, don't Elizabeth, on on Eli Manning.
2: That's so. it. The only reason.
1: Um No, his dad is a retired NFL quarterback. That is the only reason. Well,
2: there you go. That's why, um,
1: but like, but look, like, like the, the fact is, is that like, I think that Tom Brady will be good on, on TV because I think that he understands the game of football probably better than almost anybody he's, on earth.
2: He's also going to, he's a try hard and he can't like, he can't live with himself. if like, people say that he's bad on TV. Yeah. So he's I mean, going to be good on TV.
1: Probably. And, um, and again, like, like, I, I think that if they pair him with somebody who's good, um, I don't know. Did they say who they're going to pair him with?
2: I don't even remember which network
1: it is. He's going to Fox, which means I assume ESPN. he's going to take... I it was ESPN. No, Fox. There were a lot of jokes uh, about MAGA. <laughs> uh,
2: well, Joe Buck is no longer there, so it'll probably oh, be like Kevin Burkhart.
1: That sucks, because Joe Buck would have been really good with him.
2: Yeah, um, probably. It is.
1: The expectation is Kevin Burkhart. Um, Kevin Burkhart... I, I understand that people I in the real world. No, no, I, I understand that people in the real world have the last name Burkhart, but as far as I'm concerned, that's Jackie. Like the only Burkhart I'm aware of is is Jackie Burkhart. Um, but uh, like as we were talking about, the I Manning, can't control the weather, Jackie. Damn. <laughs> um, as we're talking about the Mannings, just for a second, um, it's probably worth mentioning that Texas is back. Are we? Are we? Are we? Uh, are we going to go with that? Texas back? Yes. No. No, I'm, I'm very, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm always going to
0: waste back to back generational QB prospects.
1: I mean, I think it's going to yeah. be very funny. Um, I like, I, 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 I don't know that Arch Manning is as good as everybody says he is because I don't watch high school football. And even if I did, I wouldn't know what I was looking for. I don't know how you can tell that as a high schooler, like you can
0: tell that like they'll don't understand the game or like you think they'll be able to physically handle themselves at the next level. I don't know how you can like with a straight face be say like, oh yeah, this kid is going to be so much better than everybody else. Like, how, how do you know that? How's he going to react to a? How's he going to react to changing defenses? How's he gonna react, react to a shifting blitz? Like, you have no idea.
1: And look, like if anybody can do it, it's probably a somebody who shares a significant amount of DNA with Peyton and Eli Manning and, um, you know,
0: Archie And, and Again,
1: Archie. Yeah, this is
0: <laughs> this is a third generation. Like, he's got. He's got the brain for it.
1: Yeah. And and look, like he has the arm, but like it's it's always a question. And it's the reason why I think like college football recruiting is so interesting. Not because I think it's wrong. Not because I think that five stars aren't by and large better than everybody else. But like, especially given that there's no like realistic um, like AAU equivalent. So like in basketball, we know generally if they can play against the highest level because they've been playing against the highest level. Like we have no idea if a kid and, and look, I'm talking about non-quarterbacks uh, quarterback exclusively here because non-quarterbacks, you can say he's this fast and he's this tall and he's this strong. He's probably going to pan out because we, you know, we see his flexibility, blah, 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 blah. Um, but like with quarterbacks, it's so much of like, like, look, Garrett Gilbert was in the NFL for a really long time. He was never good. He was a five-star quarterback who was never good. Um, Kevin O'Connell, yeah. the, the the head coach of the Vikings, right? He was a five-star quarterback from from Southern California who played in the NFL and was never good because he couldn't understand defenses. He couldn't he couldn't ad- adapt to it. Um. So so I think it'll be interesting with Arch Manning, but in the meantime, uh, Quinn Ewers is going to uh, have the ball at Texas, and I gotta tell you, can't wait for them to go seven and five. Cannot wait for them to go seven and five, and for Steve Sarkisian to lose his job before Arch Manning even steps on on campus.
0: I was to say I think that.
1: I think that what ends up happening here
0: if Texas is going to be back uh air quotes really it's going to be texas' offense is going to be back they're gonna score like forty five points a game and give up like forty two uh
1: yeah, I mean that's generally a texas score i i i i guess i did forget that they do have a really 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 good wide receiver sorry angus
2: yes uh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> i i mean the proof is in the pudding, right? Like, Cooper Manning, I just looked this up. I, I had no idea that he was, like, a highly re- rated recruit. Yeah, uh, Cooper Manning was, he was, was a highly he, ra- ra- rated yeah, he, recruit who, like, he, he didn't blew out his have name. much of a career in the NFL. Well, no, Cooper, he, has, he
0: has a, uh, no, he has a, he has a, oh, a,
2: yeah, he's got sick.
0: He was, according to all of the Mannings and, like, anybody who saw them play, Cooper was the best of the three but he's got a hereditary disease that like he had yeah.
2: to quit. Gotcha. So like,
1: hey. I, yeah, I mean, like without getting too into it. Although I think, he was a wide receiver. Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine if, if he if he was a wide receiver and I'm not going to point out anything about his race, but he certainly would have been a wide receiver for the Patriots if he had made it to the NFL. And, uh, you know, Belichick using a Manning to destroy the Mannings would have been very funny. Yeah.
0: Like the only way to, yeah. for
1: him to defeat Eli Manning is if he had a Manning of his own to counteract Manning magic. Um, because, the, only way,
0: the only way to beat a, a Manning is, with, is to have a good guy with a
1: Manning. Right. The only way. Yes. The only way to stop a bad guy with a Manning is, is is a good guy Manning. Because um, that is uh, how that works in this country. But um, I think that that's like sort of like last time on college football. Right. Like did, 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 did we get through everything that's happened since like February? The only
0: really other weird thing is the the big. We talked about the Big Twelve having a new commissioner a couple times, but he has, I believe, no college experience. He's no. He worked for Jay Z. uh, Yeah, but before that, he was uh, that's awesome the NBA like corporate, and then he became like the COO of Jay Z of Brock Nation,
1: which makes a ton of sense if your flagship university is now say it with me, folks, Kansas. 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 Special thank you to, uh, to our guest, Nerd Angus. He's, uh, as, uh, as you can surely see, since this is a visual podcast, about to start playing, I think, Breath of the Wild?
2: Uh, no, uh, Mario Kart.
1: Mario Kart. Very good. You can find him on Twitter, at Nerd Angus. Uh, you know, yell at him about whatever you want. Uh, you can find uh, my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, at Mister Rising 89 you can find me at Diamonds Esquire. Uh, DMs go there if you want to DM me, but otherwise I don't really tweet from there unless it's music or basketball and like the, the mood strikes me. I, I had a tweet about jo- uh, Josiah and the Bonneville song, which is a banger. Um, it's really good. You should check it out. It's called Ghost. They're not paying me. It's just a good song. Um, you can, But you can find usually where I tweet from and, and where all of us tweet from is um, the main account at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Um, we talk about whatever I'm probably going to tweet from there, uh, from summer league, uh, because by the time you listen to this, I will be in Las Vegas and I'm going to go watch the Pistons because that's what I do. Um, we are going to get the Instagram up and running just around the time that Arch Manning wins his Heisman. Um, so if that happens, I'll tell you what, if Arch Manning wins a Heisman, we will set up an Instagram that moment. Um, special thank you to our sponsors, the Smith workforce management group, as well as inevitably indeed.com or whoever blue wire decides to put in. Um, we appreciate it regardless. Um, and, uh, please like subscribe, share, obviously dear listener. Um, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much. And, uh, we'll see you next time.
2: Hey, Stump, do You want to play Mario Kart?
0: Podcast Network.